0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pod Mavericks Group Therapy. I'm recording from my kitchen because my wife kicked me out of my office. That's really fun. I am Kirk Henderson, editor-in-chief over at MavsMoneyBall.com. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you so much for joining this evening, this sort of thing. I'm learning new things and figuring out how to do this is going to be uh, pretty interesting. So here in a minute, I'm going to share kind of the join link and how that works um, in 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 you know, quick terms is very similar to how things worked in, I uh, <laughs> see my dog going for something she shouldn't, uh, in terms of Spotify Live, where you will, you know, basically click into the room and you will have an opportunity to come up on stage and talk with me if you want to. Now, for those of you who are watching live, we know that the Dallas Mavericks just fell to the uh, Philadelphia 76ers one, what was it, 116 to 108. So, you know, not the the most fun game, but here we are. Uh, so first, I'm going to send out the link here in the chat, and if you want to join in, uh, you will need to come in here. There is a limit in the room uh, in terms of how many people I can have like on the wait list as possible. But once you join in here, uh, you will I will basically get through everyone just like we normally do. I will probably post the link a few times during the show just so that we can. Um, move things along uh and and make sure everyone gets to talk that wants to. So when you click on that that streamable link that I posted in the chat, uh you will join in here and basically sit on a waiting room uh and you know still be able to talk and participate in the chat if you want to, but it would be, you know, very helpful for me if you want to come uh hang out and talk maths a little bit. Uh there's you know transitioning from one show to another is real fun and thank goodness we have my first guest coming up tonight. You guys will recognize him from Spotify Live. He is Ewan. I'm going to give him a second just to let him know that I'm I'm, uh, coming up and that's what I'll do. I'll announce your name and you guys can prepare to come on. Hopefully it'll be a little easier than Spotify Live, which would not always um, bring people up. But again, click that StreamYard.com link and you can uh, hang out in the waiting room until I call your name. We'll come up and chat for a bit. So coming up first is Ewan. Welcome, Ewan. What's going on, my friend?
2: Hey, what's up, man? This is dope. How are you? Good, 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 man. Um, ah, it's tough watching that game, man. Um, the second the end of the second quarter is where we lost the game. So so what talk 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 me through it?
1: What happened at the end of the
2: second quarter for you? So we had like a 12-point lead with like a minute 30 left, and for whatever reason, kid subbed out Kyrie. And the lead went from 12 to five point at halftime. So at that point it's like, why sell by Kyrie at that point? You see, this is a must-win game. We kind of have the team on the ropes. Let him finish the half. Let your two best players finish the half to, you know, potentially increase the lead from 12 to maybe, you know, 18, 19, at at least try. But he took out Kyrie with a minute 30 left. And then we lost the lead. We went down to five, and then he brought Kyrie back in. with like for the last possession. It's like that that minute and a half cost us the game today. Mm. That's that's, Mm. and a lot of Mavs Twitter and like on the Bleacher Report ad was feeling the same way. He's like that minute and a half really screwed us tonight.
1: How many points? I think they scored like six or eight points at that in that in that run, and then they came out and sort of shocked the Mavericks, and granted, the Mavericks rebuilt their lead, if you look at kind of the way things went, but they, they got punched in the mouth just enough during that stretch to where I went from feeling good at halftime to feeling honestly, like, kind of nervous. Uh, and and then things just, like, slowly proceeded to go weird. Yeah,
2: it's like, like I've said before, you know, in other therapy, it's like, kid doesn't think ahead. I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's just bad. He's just a bad coach. He doesn't it's, it's, it's bad. It's like you see that we have we, – you know, our first half is going good. You know as the team that we have, we're hot and cold from three. So there's a, there's a good chance that we might, you know, slow down depending on what may happen in the second half. At that point in the game, you try to step on um Philadelphia's neck, especially with Joel Embiid having a bad first half and James Harden not doing. You try to capitalize on that moment, and he didn't do that. And I felt that swing really, really affect us. Like that yeah. swing – you know what I'm saying? That it really, it really got to us. So I, was I can r-
1: certainly see why. I mean, for me, it was the fact that the Mavericks are bad. No, I'm just kidding. They, they were shooting nearly 50% from three through three quarters. And then they went on that stretch to start the fourth quarter where I think they had three shots in a row. And then Reggie Bullock stepped out of bounds. Right. That pulled their, you know, they had like, so if you go look at the, the box score, Reggie and, and Maxi Kleba had six turnovers. Those six dead possessions to me from those guys just because they're low-turnover guys uh, ended up sort of really, really biting the Mavericks in the end. It was not ideal. But I think it was also
2: like two of 12 from three together. Mm -hmm. So that's a bad stat. And it's like as a coach, you know, you see certain things is not working. Reggie's not giving you nothing offensively. We need to put some more pressure. Get Hardy back in there. Hardy's not we can clearly see he's not scared in the moment right now you know what i'm yeah. saying he's working this game he got the confidence and he's not scared you reggie's not doing anything with the ball on the floor he's turning over the ball max doing the same he's scared to shoot get hardy back in the game you know he's, I he's, do. Not, he's not scared in the moment he's not yeah. and also as a coach is like you see you going into the fourth quarter you know you normally not only sit and look at that first six minutes but it's like you also have to have a feel like hey you know, we can't really mess around. We got to get him back in there, you know, maybe the eight-minute mark, maybe the nine-minute mark, just how, you know, the fourth quarter. Yeah, like c- c- you got to have a certain feel for the game as a coach. I, I personally never coach, but from watching, you can, you know, you can tell like that what
1: good coaches would do. You know? Well, and and there's just this like so from what I understand Kid actually is pretty vocal, but he doesn't really change his facial expression or his body. He talks at people a lot, he talks to refs a lot. That's what I've just been told by everyone. But when we're watching, what I see is a guy who has his hands in his pockets and is staring into the void. So you just have these sorts of things that happen and it really it's really really frustrating to to watch. I I don't know any other way uh to describe it other than that because the players aren't going to save themselves at some point. You just need to do exactly. some. You know, it, it's okay. Exactly. And
2: for our coach having I mean, J.K. as he's not showing any emotion. To you look at the other the, the other bench with Doc Rivers is like he's stressed out as much as we are.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: With you know with everything his players is doing and his team is doing is like show us something. Like you know, like show us something. Like ah, it's it's, it's mind boggling, man. It's just. He's bad. He's bad. He's, he's, these last few games has really like
1: amplified him not being that good of a coach. It's really yeah. something else. It's yeah. I, And it, it, it feels like, so, like, there, there's an argument to be made that they're, everybody's been talking about how they're, oh, they can't, they, they can't take, they won't tank. And we've mentioned this last show. They're not tanking. They're just not good. All right,
2: And it's like, our role players is just, it's really just, they're hit and miss. They, they, I mean, the team construction has nothing to do with Kyrie and Luca. Like, they do their thing. And it's like, I know Kyrie's doing his best to be a great team player. And, you know, it's a lot of times he passed up a lot of shots. Like, tonight he has some open shots too. He swung it back to him, Hardaway, or swung it back to Reggie. I'm like, yo, shoot the ball, Kyrie. This <laughs> kind of game to be, you know, to like, it's not game number 10. Like, it's, you know, we're at the crunch time right now. Like, take the shot. Like, you're doing your thing, take the shot.
1: That's right. That's and, right.
2: And it's like as much as you watch Luca play and Kyrie, you never see them really step out of bounds, right? That's right. And for Reggie Bullock taking so many three pointers in a corner, you would think they have better awareness of that area that he is all the time. So mm-hmm. it's just
1: uh it's very frustrating. So for those of you who are who are Subscribing to me in the various means that I've asked you to, you might have just gotten another notification on your phone. It's because I sent the uh, I sent this out to the uh, the Spotify Live, and I'm also posting in here and basically asking people to join th- this show from the Spotify Live because we were having two and three hundred people sometimes in those Spotify Lives, and right now we have seventy six, which I could not be happier about uh considering where we're at. um Okay, so do you got anything else for us, one Nah, that's it, man. Thank you. Keep up the good work, right. man. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Talk soon. Okay. Now, up next, um, we're going to go with... Oh, hey. It's my buddy, Pete. So, Pete, how you doing, man? Good, good. How are you doing, Kirk? Two nights in a row? Uh, I have too many things going on at once. I think my laptop is going to, like, overheat from browsers open. Can you hear me okay? I can. You sound great. Cool. Perfect, perfect. Well, two nights in a row...
4: Uh- really really quite the achievement here uh but hey thanks for having me on um yeah tough loss i mean i think first of all you know it's a tough game we're playing one of the two or three best teams in the league at at home you know although we have a sense of urgency that's it's never going to be an easy game to win i think uh what i just get frustrated with again is like
1: pete where'd you go i can't oh i booted you that was my bad
4: oh no worries no worries no worries yeah uh I, I I don't know where I, where I left off here, but no, it's just uh, a
1: second. You were uh, gone for like five seconds. That was me.
4: yeah, so yeah, so you know you know it's a tough game, no matter what you know whether we we have a sense of urgency you know we 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 have we have the greater sense of urgency, but you know they're one of the two or three best teams in the league, and they're playing at home, and so you know it's a tough game to win, but uh obviously a heartbreaker because we were so close and, and we had so many chances um the, the thing that gets me kind of frustrated is you know I'm, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not defending Maxi and Bullock this game, you know, they have bad games, you know, it's just that, you know, your role players are going to have shooting variants. Um, but it's just that people, people always seem to blame them uh, who, who they go out there and execute the, the, you know, team system every single game. But like, hmm. I'm so enamored with these, we with 15 to 17 point per game scores that are just complete boneheads that are blowing defensive assignments, constantly, constantly, uh, not boxing their people, not boxing people out. And, and, and they think like, that's like what winning basketball is about is, is scoring, you know, double figures and, and that, and, and that's not to say that, that the Mavs can't upgrade Maxi or Bullock, but, but those aren't the, those aren't the reasons that the Mavs haven't been good. Um, I, 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 it took me a while to pull this stat, but I, uh, over, since, since 21, 22, the Mavs are 60 and 50. So uh, a little bit over 500 when Tim plays and uh, ninety nine and fifty seven when he doesn't, so uh, quite 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 a big gap there. <laughs> <laughs> ah! um, and so uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the season's not over. I'm still going to you know retain hope. I, I I I switched over to my league pass to the, the the Thunder game right after the end of the game. I don't know if you caught that, but that you know, Thunder right ahead of us in the standings hit a game winner just ridiculously. Uh, of course. Uh, yeah, so it's just it's it's just another it's just another tough one. But I just get I get a, and then of course kid I thought was awful tonight again. I, I, I think I'm I'm fully out on him. I mean not 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 taking the uh, not taking the challenge on that uh, three point sure. play. I mean I was just baffled by that. And, and, it's like uh, he's
1: holding on to it for something better, and then in other games he'll use it so early on something stupid, and I'm like, what am I missing? Like do they they just have no rhyme or reason for how they share stuff? I'm, 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 I'm over kid. And, and uh, something
4: that's interesting is I think Sweeney's head, head coach equity uh, took a huge hit. Uh, uh, you know, you know, Sweeney was getting like interviews, right. As the defensive uh-huh. coordinator. I don't think, I don't think he's getting interviews this summer.
2: <laughs> I,
4: I, I can see that. I can certainly <laughs> um, see that. And uh, yeah. And uh, so I guess uh, I, I talked about this a bit last night, that kind of like my philosophy for the map success is kind of try to approximate what they did last year with, you know, two wings creators and maxi at center um they played it a whole 30 seconds tonight congratulations uh on that but uh yeah i just i it just baffles me that that that, that isn't the kind of configuration that's starting ending and 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 eating the lion's share of minutes in in, in these games so yeah that, that that's about all i have for tonight but uh, uh thanks for having me up
1: sure man thanks, thanks a lot for hanging out um I do got, so I'm like, I'm clicking between all these different things. So, so we'll see here. We'll see if I can actually figure out how to use this um, correctly. That was Pete. Pete's the man. Thanks for hanging out. Um, All right. So I'm going to present because I'm still learning how to like do all this stuff within this software. And it's like the first time I've had this one. So we're just going to go to the very good Callie Kaplan tweet. And if you can't read it, I'm going to increase like my font by like a thousand percent. Like I'm an old person. Kyrie Irving on the Mavs playoffs outlook kind of looks like a little bit of a clusterfuck right now. Someone print that on a t-shirt with the Pod Maverick logo, because that is how I feel about uh, my show as well. But we're having a good time. Okay, coming up next is my friend Harold. And for those of you who are in the chat and are listening, I posted the streamable share uh, link a few times. Remember, if you want to come up here and talk, click in on that. It'll put you in a bit of a waiting room, and then I'll bring you up as I call your name. Um, I do want to get to everybody. One of my favorite things about the Spotify Live was talking to as many people as possible, and you know we're just not quite there yet with uh, uh, the listener. But this is our first group, and we're at 110 live people, so I like that. Um, Harold, what's up?
5: Hey, Kurt, good to see Sorry, you.
1: Sorry, as well. I'm great. Yeah. Thank you for joining us tonight.
5: Yeah, sorry it has to come under such terrible circumstances with the matter. Well, you
1: know, there's there's nothing like starting a brand new endeavor as the Titanic is sinking. It's, it makes me feel good about my life decisions.
5: Yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Mark Cuban. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I was thinking to myself, you know, we've, we've been saying for a while now that he's not going to fire Jason Kidd. Um, but I'm trying to play a little bit of... Uh, Mind reading here, and I'd like you to do so too if you could. I mean, I would love well, to hear this. Well, what could he possibly be, be thinking to himself? I mean, do you think he's just saying to himself, well, you know, because in the past he's used excuses like injuries, COVID, um, just random things. And, you know, now it's like, what can he possibly say? He has, he still talks to Haralabob Vulgaris. We know that. I mean, there's sure. still. They're following each other on Twitter and they're still, I guess, friendly. Um, and Vulgaris recently put out a tweet where he was highly critical of uh, kids' coaching. Yeah. So I would think he must be in his ear, at least somewhat. Um, I mean, you know, in Cuban, uh, we have that tweet now from Callie Kaplan saying, Kyrie Irving saying it's a clusterfuck. And I would think that Cuban has you know, lives in fear of Luca leaving and he must do something drastic. He was willing to do something drastic by
1: getting Kyrie. But what are your thoughts on all that? Oh, man, uh, if this gets dark enough, I do think they they move on from Kid. But the question is, what is dark enough for Mark Cuban? And that I don't know the answer to because I would have figured that just how bleak all their, their different asset expenditures have been over the last few years would have been enough. Um It really pains me if you go look at, like, the Thunder roster in 2018, the Kings roster in 2018, uh, and then you look at our roster in 2018, and up until the trade deadline, well, trade deadline, when they moved for Kyrie Irving, we still had five of the same top eight rotation players as we had in 2019. In April of 2019, it was really, like, it's shocking and upsetting to kind of look at that, and that's not to say that, you know, well, I think our fan base is kind of tired of some of these players as much as we appreciate some of them, but that, you know, that is, is a Cuban held thing. And I don't know how much we can really hold kid responsible and Nico responsible for it, because as frustrated as I am with kid and Nico to a degree, they inherited a really rough situation and made chicken salad out of chicken shit. When you trade poor for Spencer Dinwiddie, and then they've moved on and signed and gotten Kyrie Irving, but that it's worked well, that it hasn't worked to, to date is just, it's it's a poor reflection on everything. And I'm not really sure where the Mavericks go next, because it feels like um, I'm a really bad gambler. Like when I go to the blackjack table, if I start to lose money, I will make bigger bets. And that's what this is. Uh, sure. Because, you know, I'm sort of of the opinion that Luca, if you know, no Euro players ever actually asked to be traded, but we're on a course for Luca being the first. And I don't think the average fan you know, that understands just how dark it's gotten because the Mavericks do such a good job of selling the situation and saying, hey, this is actually fine, but it's gone so badly. You know, I was looking at at the the, the um, win-loss, uh, like the schedule recently, barring a overtime victory against the super tanking Spurs and a last second uh, shot by Maxie Cleaver, that broke up what would have been a nine-game losing streak nine games i mean they are so much worse than we realize and we watch this team all the time so i I don't think i you asked me a lot of questions i tried to answer them all
5: yeah i mean it seems like they're getting worse and worse and worse at the beginning of the year um they had a slightly winning record and we kept saying like man but we've lost all these close games we could have we could be first in in the west right now we've said that for several weeks and then they kept getting worse and worse. I mean, and I, I said this over Twitter, it really seems like, you know, the further and further away that we get from Carlisle's discipline, um, the team is just playing worse and worse and worse. And last year, you know, we had the switch in the coaches. We had a coach who's more of a, a player-friendly coach. Um, and I think there was still some uh, residual experience from, from Carlisle's of discipline, combine that with, with kids, feel good approach. And I think it, it made for a really good combination last year, but we're getting too far away from that now. And, and I think kid as a bad coach is just coming out. You see that in the last second plays where it's just throwing it to Luca <laughs> near half court or, uh, you know, all these close games that we constantly lose. Um, it's just, it shouldn't be that way. And, and frankly, I feel like the only solution at this point is to get that first round draft pick. Fire Jason Kidd and just hope. And that's that's all we got.
1: Harold, outstanding stuff. Thank you so much for joining me on my first video cast not live stream. I appreciate you taking the time. Take care, bro. All right. Talk soon. Um, I apologize for the dogs in the background because some people don't understand it's eleven o'clock at night. Sorry. Lila Rose has uh she she has tenacity and she will not leave my older dog alone. And she's biting the couch now, which is problematic. Um the the perils of doing a live show. Okay, coming up next is my man Grayson. Uh, I'm not seeing an icon for there. He is okay. So I'm, I'm I'm learning about this as you guys are as well. I really appreciate you bearing with me this evening. This is, this has certainly uh, uh, been fun and a bit of an uh, adventure. Grayson, welcome to the show. Hey, this is uh new and interesting and exciting. Um, this is, are you on your phone? If you're on your phone, tilt your tilt your uh, phone that way. Oh, hold on. Yeah, there we go.
6: Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. there we go. There we go. You saw my I'm playing in my little show, anyway. Okay, I just want to ask you a quick question. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people, so uh, we know a lot about player regression in the NBA, like players just getting worse. Um, you know, whether it's shooting or defense or whatever. What I don't hear a lot about is coaching regression, and Kid now has a kind of a track record of this, actually. You know, I mean, he's He's done this at multiple stops now, where he's a a good to decent first year that impresses some people, and then the wheels kind of fall off. And I'm just curious why you think that happens.
1: Well, there's something to be said about effort, and there's something to be said about new. Um, and as far as as kid is concerned, he's really good about getting a lot from from certain types of players. I mean, if you really think about their um, if you really think about their their effort levels. He really got the most out of all of those guys last year. And where regression comes in the second year uh, is because of the fact that there's not really anything schematically interesting behind it. Uh, that's what I've I've been really disappointed in, where you have this big of a assistant coach group. And, you know, I think some of this you can put on Luke on the offensive end. But defensively, they've not been able – Nothing they try works now, is that the roster's fault? I do think there's there's something to it. Uh, the roster is pretty rough, but but it's it's maddening <laughs> to watch.
6: Yeah, I definitely I mean, defensively, it's hard to really totally blame Kid um, because they just don't really have a lot of guys that are like two-way players to be mm-hmm. honest. They really don't. Um, I I mean, even Maxi, who is supposed to be our defensive anchor, just hasn't really been great this year. Um and that that is player regression. And that you yep. can't really blame kid too much for that. But I do agree it does seem a little bit uh systemic. Um and I don't know, it just seems like there's more apathy from everyone this year. It's like not just the coaching staff, but also the players and and maybe even like the media in the front office a little bit. It's just uh, and maybe that's just because of the fate of the team that we've kind of accepted our fate. I don't really know. Um, but I just wanted to hear your thoughts on it. I'll let someone else talk. I appreciate it.
1: No, oh, I'm glad you came in and hung out. Uh fantastic hair. I'm I'm jealous.
6: I need a cut. I need a cut. <laughs> really, really badly.
1: Actually. We'll but talk soon. Uh the perils of of doing a live show is I can already tell my wife hates this. So that's really that's just it's a great thing, you know, just my wife not liking the show. Um but here we are. All right, coming up next is going to be my man, Chris. You guys know Chris from all these Spotify lives. He is is the happy one, though. I doubt he's very happy tonight. Chris, I, I hope you're ready to go because I'm going to click and add you in here. How yeah, are you, my I, friend? Yeah, I,
7: I would have my camera on, but it's kind of it's either too dim in here in my computer room or it's it could be too bright if I turned the light on, so I'm just going gonna... to... Either one kinda... works,
1: but we're glad to have you on. What are you thinking tonight? Uh,
7: oh my God, just the fact that The Thunder won and the Lakers won. That just makes, I don't know, man. We got five games left. We are in like the right this second. If if the playoffs started right now, we would be in that worst case scenario where we wouldn't keep our draft pick and we would miss out completely on on the plan. That that's if the draft lottery odds right Mm would work in. Okay. Now, my question to you is if that does happen towards the end, and that would be the Mavs' way, the way this season has been going, is there like a – is it more like a coin flip? Like if we're the bottom 11, is there like a coin flip chance on a, possibly moving up
1: to the 10th spot? I'm not, I know the Mavs haven't had any – Oh, okay, so you're asking like how the lottery odds work. Yeah, it, yeah. It yeah. basically goes like this. You either roll up into the top four or you stay where you are, or if someone else moves into the top four – depending on if it's somebody behind you or above you, okay. you will then be slotted backwards. So like, for example, the Mavericks in 2018 had the third best odds. Yeah. We, the Grizzlies, and it was the Grizzlies and uh,
7: the Pelicans. Right. And we could have, no, that's, pro- that
1: was the next year. That was 2019. Oh, okay. Okay. Where those two jumped from, we're all in the same cluster and, and, and uh, the Mavericks stayed at 10. And then we are, they were all like, there was a three-way tie in 2019, 2018, basically what ended up happening was we moved back two slots because other teams jumped us based on, off of the lottery. Uh, it, the way they flatten the odds, it happens more than it used to happen, but it's really, I, I don't trust the Mavericks chances. I mentioned this like repeatedly. I think the Mavericks are still paying for the Stepien era rules where they took repeated, um, they basically took over uh, all the Cleveland Cavaliers draft picks because of the the Cavs just like willing to trade everything, and I think and that that resulted in the the Stepping Rule, which is you can't trade draft picks in back to back years in advance. Um, I think the Mavericks are still paying for that karma wise because they were they immediately went to basically being a they were a lottery team, you know, an expansion team in the eighties. Then by the end of the eighties, they were in the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers. And have so, we ever
7: been this torn with five games left, like with this whole? draft pick situation top 10 have we ever been in a situation where it's like oh I don't know should we win should we lose like this playing thing is a new thing the last few years it's just it, it sucks it sucks as a fan like if we we didn't have a, if, if we were going to have our draft pick no matter what or if, if we, we knew we weren't going to have our draft pick I, I think it'd be different and be like okay it's either we're, we're in or we're out but this draft pick is, is very important I think unless they mess it up in some kind of way even if we keep it
1: Right, know. because then you could trade it, you could do something with it, but not ha- like I earnestly think if the ma- I'm trying to think how, how far I want to go with this at this point. <laughs> but right now I feel that this is as as like dark as it really could be. Um and of and course that-
7: ESPN has to paint this this picture of oh, and Kyrie could bounce. Yeah, Kyrie can bounce, but I feel like he's been this model citizen. I really feel like he's being on his absolute best behavior to get paid you know <laughs> pretty god they hold on to him cuz oh my god things have went so dark so quick in the last several months man like it's it's nuts and now now we have to worry about in in our last two games we're playing against i mean chicago is not all that great but the bull i mean the, the spurs i mean what God, i'm just i'm i'm just worried on what we're doing now like do you, do you think they might actually try to shut it down cuz we would basically have to win out now i i think Will we have five games left? Yes.
1: Win, win them it's, all. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be dark.
7: Yeah, we have to win them all and then hope that the the Thunder and the Lakers maybe lose three of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, shut it down. It, I would never think that as a Mets fan I would say that, but as far as just getting this traffic, we we need this draft pick. I don't think I
1: don't you think. can shut it because, like, I mentioned this to to Josh, or or I might have said this earlier the show already. You're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if you shut Luca down and you cave, you're eventually quitting, which he hates. If you miss the playoffs and lose the draft pick, you're going to piss him off too. Like the, these things are are it's 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 dark right now. But if we go all the way and then end up,
7: yeah, I, I know he's a competitor. I totally respect that. But I, if we go all the way, he's. Is he going to somewhat understand, you know, next season? Like, oh, we couldn't keep our draft pick because we want, you know, we were trying to squeak into the plan or something. I mean, God, this this team is just historically bad on defense. It's been the most frustrating I had as a fan, even cl- including those years we had Wesley Matthews and Harrison Barnes where we were losing. At least we got Luka out of that. But yep. this sucks. This sucks. Like, I am i don't know, man. And we don't have a game until Saturday. I don't know what they're going to do. But if what, what do you think? Last question. If they lose against the Heat on Saturday, do you,
1: you think that they're going to just keep going and just keep trying to play Kyrie and Luca? I mean, yeah, I do, I do. Wow. Um, Damn. I just think that's the nature of where we're going here. It's it's not the most fun thing in the world. This is... um, I want to share something because I think this is this is just like where we're at in the state, and you, I don't know if you're going to be able to see this. I hope you can. Um, in the state of like where we are at the moment. So, uh, my friend Mike Leslie of WFAA. <laughs> is kind of re he, he shared the, the clusterfuck thing again and I'll, I don't know if people can see us will so zoom in again just to make it big and he says this is because uh, Tim Bontemps said you know Kyler Irving when asked about how things are going in Dallas at the moment it's a bit it's kind of a little bit of a clusterfuck <laughs> right now. like that's a funny quote and Mike Leslie says this is not an a fair or accurate representation of the moment Irving was asked about the Mavs playoff situation and not how things are going. I to me, this is a distinction without difference. It is a distinction without difference. Like how things are going and how the playoff race is going are the same thing. What are we like? What are we complaining yeah. about right now?
7: Yeah. <sighs> but I lastly, I, I think that how quickly things can go south. Who knows? Maybe next season. Just think, we in the summer, you know, we can sign uh, Kyrie. You know, bolster our defense up something like do something with this, with this roster and then maybe some crazy trades in the middle of the season. I don't know. We will. <laughs> and, you know, keep our draft pick. I mean, things can go crazy, like good for us next year. I mean, mm-hmm. we, cause we know this season, it, it's not, nothing's going to happen. Even if we make the plan, even if we make the playoffs, even if we made it the finals and that's not going to happen. Like the, the fucking Celtics and the bucks, then they're just too good. So, um I don't know. Just hopefully I, this is scary right now where we're at though. So,
1: well i appreciate you coming in on my inaugural live show this is uh a little freaky for me because i don't really know what i'm doing but uh i'm no, glad doing that good, loyal you're, listeners you're... have come and hung out so far you and
7: josh are doing good and we all appreciate you and then i'll try to get on camera at some point too oh,
1: that's fine i mean even if it's dark it's still better than nothing but i'm glad to know that you can just do the audio only that that's actually good to know yes, all nice. right thanks so much no problem okay so coming up next then is joe he's the last one that's waiting i'm going to post the the link uh once again in the feed in case anybody else would like to come talk and if they wouldn't then maybe we'll just close out of the show a little earlier than we do normally with some of these things joe welcome to the show what's going on hey how are you doing can you hear me okay i can thank you so much for joining
9: well, thank you, Kirk. I really appreciate your your work. I appreciate you and Josh t- talking about the Mavs and um, just had a few things here. Um, of course, for one, for one thing, I think if you look at last year, you look at uh, in my mind, it's like my first question was why wasn't Hardy in the fourth quarter? I mean, he's one of the best spot up shooters.
1: He has been. He really has been.
9: You had yeah. You have all these guys that are fucking excuse my language they're you know okay. shooting bricks
1: first away.
9: and <laughs> and it's like i mean i know he might not be the best defender but the guy is like a fucking 45 50 percent shooter on catch and shoot why the fuck is he not playing that's one thing well, and then he's i think really, i go back the
1: defense stuff he's mm-hmm. he's pretty good at defense he's pretty he's got he got yeah a he's not bad man
9: I, I'm trying my mind, Kirk. I'm trying to figure out here what the fuck is Kid thinking to where he's not having Hardy. Now, I, I understand Wood. Wood is kind of wishy washy, but god dang, Hardy is one of your best shooters and you need fucking points. You're not doing anything in the fourth quarter. Luca and Kyrie are looks like they're maybe running a little gas, maybe. I don't know, but you need, and, and I'm tired of seeing you know, Hardaway Jr. trying to drive and miss a layup or miss a shot and Cardio B, known as uh, Bullock, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's bricking shots. So, but, but but my thought is that he look, he's going to last year, and I think this goes to what kid, what his problem is. His first year he does okay, and then the second year he regresses because he looks at, he stays with the same shit, so he's staying with all these guys that played great last year but you're missing on what is working now in the moment. You can't get caught up with what happened last year. You got to look at okay, what is going on now? You know, Hardy is one of our best shooters. We need a freaking shot. They're fucking double teaming Luca and Kyrie every time, and, and we're not paying for it. They're not paying for it. We're, we're allowing these people to double Luke and Kyrie because these people can't play four on three basketball. That's right. And. <laughs> And and, and and it goes down to shooting. We need, we need, and if you have Hardy there, at least if you double Kyrie or you double Luca, he's going to make you pay. He's going to make, you know, 45 to 50% of the shots that he, wide open shots that he's. It's taking. more
1: than just shooting, though, for me, Joe, because there were a couple of turnovers, right. the Maxi turnovers. It's, it's guys that can only, and, and Maxi's been pretty good for a long time. So I feel bad kind of using him as the example here. Yeah. But, it's guys right. that can do multiple things. So guys that can attack off the dribble. Does anyone in their in here feel remotely comfortable when Tim dribbles at the rim? I, I doubt that. No. It, it's oh, kind of Luca, Hardy, and Kyrie. That's it. Those are the and granted, that's more than they had in an earlier point in the year because when they were just using Luca and and that was, you know, variations. You remember when Kimball Walker was on the team? That was a fun one. Um, this is is it's it's a tough go. Uh, so it's like guys that can attack in multiple ways. Because, you know, Wood has, has fallen backwards to, to a degree um, where he's not really trusted yeah. by anybody anymore, even though he can do all these things. And so it's right. they, they just don't have the horses. And then the guys that they do have, you don't have a ton of confidence in.
9: Right. And, and I think it's sad what, what happened to, to, Josh, to Josh Green because um, he was playing really, really well. And then all of a sudden... He basically his minutes are cut because they put in this other dude that they just hired, you know, from a ten day whatever, or uh, I forget his name Holloway or whatever, and they play him three or four games, and then that really hurts his that hurts that hurts Josh Green's confidence. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, you just look back at some of the moves made by Kid. I don't know. I wouldn't call it strategy or. Uh, well, yeah, you probably could call strategy, but I think a lot of it is his freaking lineups and the people he plays. I'm just looking at these guys that are on the court, and I'm like, why isn't Hardy on here? Why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing that? And a, a true coach would, I mean, that shit is for granted. You know, they they know which players, they they have a feel. They know, you know, what players to play. And and I can't explain last year. I mean, it's really hard to explain what happened and how they got to the, but I, I, actually I'll tell you what it is. I think it's because Luca Luca is that think about what think about it. they had poisoning they traded and they got Dinwiddie and they got Bertons and they went all the way to Western. Con- and of course they had Brunson, you know, that's what makes it hard because you have this subtraction of losing Brunson, which is huge. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have Dinwiddie. But it tells you how great they had when they went all the way to the finals with just dimwitty, essentially. Yep. You know, and just removing Porzingis and Luca playing out of his mind and Brunson playing great, you know, stepping up in the playoffs because people don't realize, you know, he faltered in the Clippers playoffs. That's why, you know, I think the Mavericks were hesitant to give him the deal because – he faltered in both, uh, you know, Clipper uh, playoff series. They, they basically played him off the floor because he was too small. But um, right. he proved himself against the Utah series. He proved himself not so much in, in Golden State, but, of course, Golden State just completely Nobody, took us out yeah. of what we that were was, doing. That
10: was
1: not anybody's yeah. series. That was where all the Mavericks yeah. weaknesses were exposed.
9: Oh, God, yeah. So, so it just makes you – so my thought is this. If we can get into the play-in – with Luca with Kyrie I mean Luca's a different animal in the playoffs absolutely so I the, mean the, the playoff number I mean he's a different history. player he's a different player and he can carry anything and with him and Kyrie I think if they just if they can just get in I mean I, I mean I never thought that we'd have to worry about being their plan but now they're having to fight their life just to get the freaking play in. yeah you know I mean, that's what that makes it,
1: me wonder it, it's because no team that's won in the play-in has done anything. Because you're basically at the bottom of the rung. So it's it's is it worth it at that point? Now for some teams, they basically need the um, they need the playoff revenue, but not the Mavericks. So it's it, I, I don't you know Bobby in the chat says so. Let's tank, and I just I don't. Ah, it's so disappointing. It's so disappointing. Well, Joe, I I, appreciate I mean, you I, mean I my show here. What else you got for us?
9: Thank you, man. I really no. I I just want to comment. I really appreciate all your work. You know your articles and the podcasts that you've done, and you know I listen to y- you and Josh a lot, and you know and that those therapy those group therapies have really come in handy with some of these loss. Some of these losses have just been unfucking believable. So it just. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I, I the, the Friday night loss and uh, losing to Charlotte at home, even though actually Charlotte beat a really good team. They beat o, they beat o- o- OKC on the road, so it wasn't made that little bit less bad. But losing at home and then Diaz, and then Dennis Johnson shooting the dagger, I'm like, what the? I mean, it just you know that was one of the most horrific. Outs- and then before that, the uh, Wednesday loss to uh, Golden State. At yep. home, and Golden State doesn't win on their. They have at one of all. the worst road records, and you let fucking Draymond Green. Just keep going. Who doesn't back. even?
1: It's so painful. There's been so many of these losses. Oh that 14 you gave in at the start of the year to the Thunder. Like that game was, hurting, and now it's a full-on nightmare. So.
9: Ugh.
1: Oh well, appreciate and, and you and very I think much, I, you I, I, come I, back.
9: Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, my man Sam's going to come up next, but I want to read something that was in the chat that I thought was worth it, and I'm going to share it here on screen. Uh, Harmon asks asks if I have any thoughts as to, to Luca and Embiid's lengthy conversation after the game. I wonder if Luca is pondering a move. I really hope not, but if Luca does leave, it's all on, it's only to pair up with one guy, and it's Jokic is what he says in his next message. I tend to agree about the pairing sort of thing I don't necessarily think Luca has any interest in leaving if anything it's going to be Embiid because Embiid has not ever gotten out of the second round um you know the 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 main thing that seems to stop Embiid is Embiid so you know he, he's he's kind of the, the newer one out of of that that whole group um okay coming up next is Sam I hope Sam came over from Spotify live and I made him join a live show what's up Sam what's going on Kirk you got me I do. Thank you so much for uh, for switching platforms. I'm, I know I'm pissing everybody off that that I because I left open a Spotify Live room and, and basically had a link and was like, "Come join in here." And I I can't tell how many people have actually done that. So it's going to be an odd transition,
10: I think. Oh no, that's fine. That's actually how I found the, the this. Good. <laughs> Got <ahead. laughs> a lot, but um, yeah, I I didn't really watch the game tonight just because, and I saw the fourth quarter though, and the mm-hmm. fourth. That just summarizes the whole season. Offense, yeah. they don't run anything. It's Luca, hey, run this and let's talk about three-point shooters, keep making threes. And yep. they don't, you lose because you can't score any other way. Apparently, you can't run plays with Kyrie. Nobody cuts to the basket. It's just Luca handle the ball and everybody go to the corner. And that's coaching. Like at some point, you would think that, hey, you could develop something. I get Luca, he's generational talent man's amazing. I love the dude. I want him staying for the rest of his career. But like, at some point, it's either going to have to be him, or it has to be him. He has this, I need to probably lean back a little bit and just say, okay, this is probably the worst season I've ever had in my life. What's wrong? What's the issue? And yeah. if he realized that, I think the whole team will be better off for it because as great as he is, like we saw what his greatness could do and that's five games above 500 with the shit right. And at this point, I mean, they're not tanking, but I just, they need to lose Miami. Cause I don't think they're beating Miami. Well, Miami needs a
1: win. Miami is, is struggling and they, they play Miami and then they play Atlanta. I didn't realize they had a back-to-back like this, at the end of the year. And both of those games
10: are basically must win for both of those teams. Yeah. Because basically I think Miami's seven still and, and is eight. So, you know, if you win, playing and that's you know a big deal so i think they want to win those games and the mavericks at this point i mean i'm i'm trying to see it but i'm not seeing it. i'm just <laughs> i'm not seeing the path to the playoffs at this point my thing is at this point just i want to i don't want to say lose out but let's get this draft pick somehow because if you get this draft pick just think about it what's we'll about the roster how it's been the same for the last five years you got yeah. if Kyrie stays you got Kyrie and Luca. You got the draft pick, and I'm pretty sure whoever they draft can work with Kyrie and Luka. They can, Luka and Kyrie can make him better. So that's another player right there. You, you have Jaden Hardy. You see what he can do. His rotation. Josh Green, I would assume he would start next year, I would think. If he could just keep developing the way he's at, that's another player. Dwight Powell, if you sign him, whatever. I don't care at this point. Dwight, yeah, Dwight Powell just comes with the building. I just expect him
1: to retire as all-time games played leader. He's going to retire in like 2040.
10: Yeah, something. And then hopefully if you get a couple of free agents, your roster literally flips. Well, I won't say it flips, but you have a totally different rotation than you had the last four years. Mm-hmm. So I think that I think that could work. I don't know what they're gonna do. It comes up to like I said, Luca. Uh I was listening to the ticket earlier and they were talking about would you rather make the play in and get beat, or would you rather just miss the playoffs and kids is guaranteed to get fired? Um spicy. I kind of want kids to get fired. so <laughs> Like at, at this point, I just think it's kind of, it's, it's just not working, you know? And like the one of the guys said it earlier, we've seen the pattern. We saw it in Brooklyn. We saw it in Milwaukee. Um, it's just not working. Like, and Cuba has to realize at some point, like you said it before, it's, you know, it's a business, it's not a friendship.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that's important. And I don't know if they do that sort of thing enough.
10: Oh man, well, I appreciate you jumping platforms. You got anything else for us? Uh, no, I mean, like I said, I'm just kind of looking forward to the demise. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, I hope you come back when we do one of these on Saturday. Okay, uh, most definitely. Have a good one.
1: All right, talk soon. Okay, coming up next from across the planet, my man is Sean, who is in India. Don't know if we're gonna get video from him, but I do think we are going to get audio. Um let's see here if you are able to talk it, Sean. Uh hit the end. Hey, there we are. Turn that turn hey. that camera too. We got you on a
11: yeah, it's just sort of letting me go full screen. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there we know, go. What's up, man? Good What's to up? see What's you. What's up? What a like I'm just in a constant cycle of pain, Kirk. Like it just hurts to be a maths fan right now.
1: I I mean, to be fair, that's sports, that's most sports fandom, but
11: like, this is particularly rough. Yeah, yeah, even my soccer team is like, actually way better than the Mavs, way better than the Mavs, but just being like a Dallas Mavericks fan right now, it's like, it's, it's mainly like, you know, not even being able to defend yourself anymore, because whenever someone attacks you, they attack you on the right things. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody knows what's wrong with the Dallas Mavericks. And seemingly, we can't do anything about it. Because there was this one thing we had uh, since Luca's sophomore year that we don't have this year. Which is this constant feeling that we're exceeding expectations. Nobody expected us to make the playoffs in Luca's sophomore year. He, I think, finished fourth in MVP. One of his best seasons. The fastest we played in this era of Dallas Mavericks basketball. That was a really fun season even though we were a first-round exit. That was a fun season. The season after that, I, I don't think the regular season was as fun because as fans, we were expecting more. But then that playoff seven-game loss, even though we should have won that series, fans left optimistic. Like, Luka is ahead of schedule. Sure. And then last year, it seemed like it was horrible till, like, December. And then we looked like the best team for the next, like, four months of the season and like we were we were we made the nba's final four another season of exceeding expectations so now you come into another season where objectively everything around the team has gotten worse and this constant feeling that we're just going to keep exceeding expectations ultimately bogged down the fans because i i've hated this narrative since the first week of the season since we blew that 22 point lead to phoenix When we lost to OKC by blowing that 16-point lead in four minutes. When we lost to the Orlando Magic. Like, I remember the valid criticisms that were being brought up and how they were being dismissed with the notion that, well, we put it together every year. We're going to put it together now. We did nothing to work towards putting it together and just assumed we were going to be putting it together all year long. And... All these losses, have we not seen a pattern? Have we not seen all of them be single-digit losses? Have we not seen multiple third-quarter leads blown? Blown to smithereens. 13 13 losses this season uh, where we had a 10-point lead. Like, now we see what this team could achieve. Flaws and all, Lucas having objectively a historic year. Flaws in all, this team could have done so much more. And after a point, there's so many fingers to point, so many people to blame. I think we're going to go another season where people escape accountability within the organization. And now I generally don't know where we go because I don't see extending Kyrie on a max to be as valuable as, you know, getting a defensive asset. But then how do we get a defensive as- asset? If we don't give up the pick this year to New York, we go another season strapped for assets in the middle of the season. If we do get the pick, do we trade it? Do we develop someone? You know, have a player like Jaden Hardy is going to be extremely valuable just because he's cheap on this Luka contract. He's going to remain a cheap player that's going to be a highly valuable player. That's why the draft is important. That's why we've waffled too many drafts already. So it's like the avenues to improvement seem bleak. Jason Kidd is a cal- calamitous coach at this point. Like actually... Calamity kid. Yeah. Calamity kid. He is calamity kid. And like I'm sick of seeing it. I think no matter how, whatever the agenda with Nico, Cuban, Kidd, all these front office and coaching staff people is, if Lucas not playing for that guy, he's not staying. And like, and like, I'm really like not super optimistic about Kid's chances of staying either, because it, like you can, these players are not playing for him. He his voice has diminished heavily, heavily. Like, remember after the first Charlotte game, he came out made that big speech about yeah, the fans should have booed us in the first quarter. This is not acceptable. And effort is number one, effort is number one. And they came out the next game with even less effort. Like, they they don't care about what that man has to say. And at that point, if you're not sacking him, that's, like, insane. Like, it's insane to just see the elephant in the room, go pet it, you know, give it some food, give it some water, take care of it. But let it remain the elephant in the room. And, like, let it impact the space within which you work. Let it impact your team. Let it impact everything that we saw as positives last season, which was at least effort. All of it. Like, it's just, it's really worrying to be a fan right now. So, so I should have had my hand up the whole time. Th-
1: Ishan's sermon, and that was a sermon. <laughs> Sorry. Was a great Sorry Great that. shit. Great shit. Thank you so much for this. You got anything else? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm all good. right. I hope you come back. Hope this was easy. Yes. Yeah, this
11: I like this quite a lot more actually. Or I like this so, too. And
1: I'm annoyed yeah. I didn't listen to the dozens of people that told me to do this earlier. And I didn't want to because I don't like change. So all right, man. Oh, we'll no talk fan. soon, all right? Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Okay. Coming up next then is my man Tyler. Tyler is the last one I have waiting, but I'm going to send out the link one more time. You can come on up, and we can keep talking, because I am, uh, in the words of friend of the show, Kevin O'Connor, pumped and jacked. Uh, There's Tyler, he and his uh, black screen, but that's just fine. Tyler, what's going on?
3: Yeah, see, I don't know how to make camera work. I'll have to, you know, sort through these technical difficulties, but we'll get there. We'll get there. It's about like the math season. It's kind of just a ginormous technical difficulty.
1: my dogs Woo! are we here okay my i thought my dogs pulled the internet out of the wall oh <laughs> you know it's
3: just a uh a ginormous technical difficulty kind of like the math season
10: <laughs> sure that's a great way
3: yeah so uh First, thing, I do like the setup. Great job here with this. This is some good stuff. Thank you kindly.
1: I was, I, I'm having to like figure out how to design stuff and use like the basic websites for dummies, but thank goodness there's a lot of resources for me to go and Google. I'm too old to learn new things. I don't want this, but I'm going to do it for you guys. The people. You're the people's champ, i Damn right. <laughs>
3: um, so I have a hot take, and uh, it's not really even hot. It's just kind of funny, but. Uh, So if and when the Mavs do end up getting to the lottery, the person who goes to put their name on this season and goes to the podium should be fired immediately for wanting to have themselves associated with this disaster of a season. I don't care who it is. Dirk, Finley, who cares? You go out there and you want to represent this, you're fired. So yeah. Spicy. I mean, it's just... It just is what it is at this point. I mean, I've given up hope. But, I mean, Kyrie's at least uh, something new. Yeah, I think he's fun to watch. It's yeah, just they, they don't have quite is. enough. Yeah, they just lacking. But, uh, you know, I don't have much else to add, to add so I will seed my time. But uh, great work here, man. This is good
1: stuff. I'll have to come back. All right, and tell your friends. And everybody oh, subscribe. Go to the subscribe button subscribe things happen i keep people are like making jokes so they're like oh kirk you're gonna get podcast money or uh, youtube money no not for not for quite some time uh will i not get youtube money because josh and i like you have to have like a thousand subscribers and then you also have to have like a hilarious number of hours listened. so we're gonna be putting in work for on this for a while to build something up okay coming up next then is my man brian Zillum, Money moneyball contributor brian what's up man Let's see if he's actually there is it looks like he froze, Brian Bueller. Yeah, he doesn't know he's on screen. Yeah, has no clue. It's great. great Kurt, can stuff. you hear me? We can hear you. Can you hear us?
3: Yes, I can hear you.
1: All right. What's up, man?
3: No. Can you hear me? Yes. Like, Everyone can hear you.
1: Out. Yeah. Is it? Do you have? Do you have a wonky internet today?
3: Okay. Now we can. Yes.
1: No. Yeah, um, I think just
3: then.
4: There
3: we go. Okay. Yeah, can't like hear the, you. The feed.
1: Sorry, sorry, boss. We we gotta here. The the it was it was not working. I feel, it just punted my own staff member. It's not his fault though. Okay, uh, now we have Alex um hanging out in here, so we're gonna give Alex a run. Alex, how are you doing hey. today? How
12: are you doing today, hello. Can you hear me? I can. Welcome.
1: And welcome.
12: Just wanted to let you know that. I- this this looks so much so, uh, better than, than Spotify, <laughs> and uh, also um, uh, I don't know if you saw like people were trashy in team and bumped them so much on for the tweet that he tweeted the whole like the whole uh, screenshot of the whole conversation the guy the guy he had on Twitter, um, um, uh, um, but yeah I don't know um, I don't I think the game like was at least competitive and the effort was better but yeah yeah it's it's just sad we we don't have enough i don't know (laughs) we definitely don't have enough
1: and that's okay um uh, for the record alex i muted you just because i was getting feedback on your end i'm guessing you're just like calling in through your phone which is fine but then it'll sometimes pick up the audio and send it back um we're, we're trying to do multiple things at once here but yeah they they just don't have enough talent it's it's You'd been wondering, like the even before the Kyrie trade. I think that seven-game win streak against all those worst teams in the league really fed into our own BS about how good this team was. They were a five hundred basketball team at best, and that's just really painful. Really painful.
12: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, it's true, um, and also, um, yeah, I don't know. Kids should be fired, of course. Um, uh, Christian Wood. Uh, I don't know if you if you saw like he got in. These were made. These were made on him. Uh, I, I stopped believing him in like since since Kyrie got, got traded. I don't know. Maybe uh, later uh, later. I don't know. And uh, um, Josh Green sometimes he's he's too passive. I think. And um, Jaden should play, be playing more. But yeah, we should probably uh, lose more. I don't know. But yeah, but yeah. Maybe a show that show at, 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 uh, when it's, it's, it's free, right? We have a show that win.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, Alex, for, uh, for hanging out and joining. I really appreciate you taking the time.
12: Thanks. Thank you. And
1: thank you for this. Absolutely. Guys, very much appreciate you doing the show. Okay. So I'm going to post the link one last time. See if anybody else wants to get in here. Um, and then we will head out in a few. I'm going to go see, look for, was it Tim? I'm going to go either look for Tim Cato or Tim McMahon. I'm guessing it's Cato, um, but it could be Tim McMahon, like posting a a fuller tweet. So no, I'm guessing it's uh, McMahon, Tim Mac, man. Uh, this is just great video. Um, ah, Tim Bontemps. Uh, This is great stuff. Uh, Because, you know, the one thing about Kyrie, this is just me soliloquizing, is he's the direct opposite of Luca in terms of quotes. And the quotes that he gives out are so damn long, it's hard to to capture them in an effective manner. And it allows you to inadvertently say the wrong thing if you're quoting him. So doing the full quote actually makes the most sense, but it just, it takes forever. And so I don't think Bon temps, I know Bon temps. He wouldn't share something out of, out of pocket. So it's like mass fans mad at him. It's like, this is difficult. I mean, let's just look at this wall of text. Okay. I'm just going to read it. Cause you know, great audio. I think just human nature, man, I'm getting traded to a New York environment and it's a lot of newness. Uh, I'm trying to introduce myself to everybody, figure out, you know, who do guys go to on the team to confide in off the court. Who is our coaching staff as people, upper management? Who are they as people? What do they expect from me? The big question, why they traded for me. And you know, what does it look like for our future? That's the big question. What does our future look like? What does our future look like? I think that now, again, just where we are in the season and where other teams are already uh, positioned already, it kind of looks like a bit of a clusterfuck, to be honest with you, because we're 37 and 40 and we're trying to fight to get into the play-in game. It's not the expectations I don't think any of us had in this locker room and me getting traded midseason. I didn't expect to ask for a trade at that point in the season. I wanted to finish out in Brooklyn, finish out the season that we had going, and I didn't get a chance to do that. So, so, I, so some goals I had previously this season had to be shifted, and I had to be more than willing, which I am, to be flexible and adaptable to live with the results. Whether we make the playoffs or not, I just have to be at peace with where I am and which I am and trust of the guys that I... I'm going to be in that war room with every single day. So I'm appreciative of them giving me the opportunity. It's been nothing but great here. I've been at peace. So it's been very good outside of the losses. Of course, we'd like to win every game. I mean, that is a long quote. I have really no comments on that, but it's almost like a filibuster. Uh, If just, if you're familiar with any sort of like governmental policy, like when these senators get up and talk, they just do, 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 do Kyrie's good at that. Now, I really like when he asks uh, answers technical um basketball questions of like for Grant F Seth, so that's fun. anyways, okay, I don't think we have anybody else that wants to come talk. so I think that uh, that might be it for tonight. We just went just over an hour. Please, um please come hang out. I'm gonna post the links in the live show, and the, that will be going up on uh, Spotify Live, just reminding everybody to come subscribe to the YouTube channel. So if you want to come hang out in here, please do. Tell your friends. I had a great time tonight for our first show. Hopefully, we'll do more of these. I mean, we are going to do more of these, but hopefully, we'll get more people in here, more people coming and talking, just like the Spotify Live. I had a great time hearing y'all's thoughts. It uh, really helps. Uh, really, uh, This is just a great first show. Um, last thing, uh, before we get out of here, in terms of like house cleaning, as you guys can see in the bottom right corner, Josh and I joined the Blue Wire Network. Uh, listening to the ads helps us. So, like, we basically get paid on whether ads get listened to or not. Now, I don't know about you, but I tend to skip ads. So, just, you know, making putting that out there. Uh, I'll probably be doing some live reads and stuff on shows too. Um, I actually made the quip today where it's like, why am I not doing a better help live read? Anyway, this has been a great time. Thank you so much. Uh, Talk to you guys soon. Saturday night, maybe maybe earlier who knows. Go Mavs. Bye guys.